Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, uh, book signings, all that other good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Mike Morgan on the line. He is the co-founder and CEO over at Really Virtual Consulting. Uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. Uh, love your podcast. I really appreciate that. And, uh, Mike, I'm excited to get into what you're doing over there, especially um, the, the product you've created, the Real Forklift VR Simulator. I mean, this is this is hot stuff, hot topic. I'm excited to bring your, your story to the podcast today. Um, but before we get into all that, let's just start with your background. So, so how did you get started in business? Well, um, you know, I've 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 always felt like I've wanted to do something a little different than what everybody else has done. And it's not necessarily about going to school or picking a career very early on. For me, it was more about looking at what was around me. And I always ask myself these questions, like, how can I do this better? How can I make it easier for people? And I actually had a small automotive performance business in my early 20s that was a result of that type of passion that I had. I, I saw that people were doing things um, in one part of the market but weren't addressing things in another. And through that process, I started realizing that I really didn't want to find myself in a day-to-day -day job where I was just there to collect a paycheck. What I really wanted was that freedom to find my creativity to solve problems, and then hopefully, like all entrepreneurs, find a solution to a problem that people like and gravitate towards and build that success from there. Wow, that's a, that's a great story. And I think a lot of people listening to this podcast, you know, they, they fall really along the same lines. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty common theme of um, people don't just want to go to work anymore and collect a paycheck. It's more about finding that that broader based purpose. Um, and, and, and it doesn't mean that you have to be an entrepreneur. I mean, you can be, you can work for someone and still have that purpose. Um, but I want you to talk to the, uh, to the entrepreneurs for a moment. So um, for some of those people that are listening to this, that are thinking about launching a business or going out there and do something on their own, um, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, I, I use this term a lot. Um, you have to feel comfortable being in chaos because nothing is ever going to be simple. No plan is ever going to work out the way you expect it to. And you cannot get down on yourself when things don't work out the way that you want them to. So as an entrepreneur, really what it comes down to in my mind is being extremely tenacious about everything you do, always having a childlike curiosity. I, I, I believe that even if you have an idea of something you're going to start on day one, by the time you get to day 100, it may not be the same thing that you had in mind, but having that curiosity and being able to understand where things might take you and being able to have that flexibility is very important. And then I think one of the big things is, at least for me and what I hear from a lot of other entrepreneurs, is you should always seek to learn and educate yourself, not necessarily through school, but just everything around you. However, to become, however you can become more proficient um, at what you do or what you want to do is always so important. 
Mm, no, great, great advice. And I mean, that, I, I think that's well spoken. The idea you had on day one versus what actually happens in reality, day 100, uh, those things, that can be a whole different thing. <laughs> well, well said. Um, so let's, let's switch it up a bit. I, I'm like, I want to talk more about what you're doing at uh, really virtual consulting. Uh, so let's just start uh, with what, what kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them with? So really virtual consulting, our mission, which is once again, we talk about the day one versus day 100. Um, originally, we, we started with a very simple uh, idea that we wanted to help improve training for forklift operators through some of the new technology that's out there. And that's where we came to uh, the fruition of our first product, which was the real forklift virtual reality training simulator. The the idea behind this is is Forklift operators are not what maybe some of us older folks would think of that was back in 20, 30 years ago where there's one guy in a warehouse moving a few items around. The forklift operator touches nearly everything that gets delivered to you as a consumer today. There, in the United States alone, there are nearly 1 million forklift operators working, and the jobs they do are becoming increasingly complex increasingly dangerous and costly to a company when there's mistakes. And more importantly, it's getting increasingly more difficult to find people to replace the aging workforce for those operators. So that's where we started at when we started framing our problem and building this solution. And the reason why virtual reality was so compelling to start to address this problem and solve it, one, it makes the field more interesting for the young people that are trying to figure out where they want to go. Look, not everybody's going to go to college and get a four-year degree, but everybody needs to find something and a purpose to get into an organization with opportunity. The other thing that we saw was how do we keep operators engaged in a job that tends to have very little reward? And so by using virtual reality training, not only for initial onboarding, but to help throughout the, their career for reinforcement, for gamification, for competition amongst their peers. It's a great vehicle to let them showcase their skills in ways that often get ignored. So oh, that, that's interesting. So it, just to be straight, uh, make sure I understood this. So you're, you're also gamifying it, right? So we think like a, a jet pilot, right? But we don't think about other professions and how that could be, you know, obviously like um, pilots use um, simulators very often, but we don't, I've never really thought about these other roles that could um, could benefit from it. That's great. Oh, it's 100%. I mean, gamification is so important in everything. I mean, we're, we are naturally competitive people to begin with. So we, we love to be able to have an opportunity to, to not only evaluate our performance, but to get rewards for the things that we do or have acknowledgement for what we do. And, and the, the reason why we do this is, especially in this particular industry, is the training modalities that are out there right now for forklift operators is so outdated where they're only watching videos, still doing paper tests. The engagement profile for those people is so low that the, the sky is definitely the limits when it comes to this technology for them. Mm, no, that's great. And you said there's a million, a million forklift operators out there. I had no idea. And, and that's the thing is a lot of people don't realize it, but when you start looking at the enterprises that are out there, I mean, you have the big companies like your Amazons and your Walmarts and Costcos, 
but there are so many companies that use third-party logistics to help get goods to where they need to be. There's a reason why we can get almost anything we need to our front door within a day now. Mm, that's amazing. Um, so what do you think, I mean, what do you think the future of this looks like um, in this industry and what, you're, and what you're working on? So we are definitely a big believer in the field of virtual reality and augmented reality, um, helping so many different areas. So we've expanded what our mission ultimately is going to be, be in, in the long term, and that's to onboard, train, and maintain the blue-collar workforce. Because when you expand it out past the forklift operators, there are 20 million blue-collar workers in the United States, and there is a labor shortage that's going to continue to grow. We hear it in the news all the time. By using the technologies that are available to us to find ways to make it more efficient, more effective at training, and to help find those, those hidden gems of opportunity to bring people into the workforce to do these jobs is really the opportunity that we're trying to, to attack. And, and we believe that, that our solution provides a lot of unique benefits because we're, we're looking at it from a holistic approach to solve many of those areas within the, the organizational workforce that they have to deal with. Oh, that's great. What a great mission. Um, and, and I get it, and it makes sense. And um, I, I love that uh, um, that real mission statement for for your company because the entire workforce, you know, I can think of many other, I'm sure there's tons of other applications and professions and things that sometimes go overlooked by what we would see on the day-to-day, -day, let's say, media, right? But in reality, hey, if we don't have those guys, um, you know, happy, engaged, and and, and you know, running the list or whatever the job happens to be, like everything stops, right? <laughs> so logistics, like we need people to fill those roles, especially when they retire. That's, that's great stuff. If, um, if we don't solve that problem within the next 10 years, we are going to have an extreme shortage in labor to uh, in the labor pool for these problems. So, Mike, if somebody is uh, listening to this and they want to learn more about you and your company, what's the best way for them to reach out? Well, the first thing I always say is, is visit our website. We do have some videos up there. It's really-virtual.com. Um, that's where you can find information about the real forklift and uh, some of the other ideas and products that we're looking at launching. If you would like to reach out to me individually, I'm big on LinkedIn. Uh, my profile is Mike W. Morgan on LinkedIn. And uh, be happy to, to connect with you there. Awesome. Well, hey, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, giving us some of your tips and background and also some of uh, your mission on what you're working on going forward. And uh, to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And uh, Mike, thanks again for coming on the show.